Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Neat Pour. This week, we get into Few Spirits, a local distillery here in Evanston, Illinois. So sit back, grab your drinks, and we hope you enjoy the show. Live, baby. Hey, welcome back to the Neat Poor Podcast. Nick is here. Shalanda's here. Shalanda, we've got Few Spirits award-winning Immortal Rye Whiskey. Was that a mouthful for you? Immortal what? There's a bunch of words on this bottle. I don't want to read them all. Oh, okay. So I was trying to skip to the basics, and um, I couldn't take my eye off this winding cobra snake. With like a human face. This immortal rye whiskey from the good folks at Few Spirits. Which is like a mile away from here. We could walk. You really could walk to it. Yeah. You really could. Um, Cheers to them. You know, we were looking through the uh, San Francisco World Spirits competition results that came out Mm -hmm. uh, last week. And a few showed up on there uh, a handful of times. Shouts out. Good good job by you, Few Spirits. Good job by them. I mean, you know, it's really difficult to kind of parse this list because it's, well, this is the oldest, largest competition in America. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they call it the Oscars of uh, Spirits. Um, 381 winners. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we we saw that uh, Three Floyds was on the list. Three Floyds is telling. Yeah. Um, Indiana's own uh, 18th Street. 18th Street Distilleries on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's a little Blanton's. Um, actually, like Blanton's Gold. Right. All three of them. Straight from the barrel, gold, and single barrel. Um, shout out to Henry McKenna. Henry McKenna was the only bourbon to take best in show a couple years ago, and it's on the list, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we want to talk about, and then I think we'll dive into it a little bit deeper at another time, we want to talk about this few spirits, man. Because uh, we had ourselves a good old time when we went up to a few. Ma'am, so here's the thing. It was so funny. Because we are always going up to the Benny's in Evanston. And apparently we have passed by it so many times, not realizing where it actually sat. So we have to pass by in order to go to and from Benny's, which is only like a mile away from where, you know, we live at. But... Um, we finally decided to go one time. It was off in the cut, off in the alley. You know, there's no signage. That's what's no, right. There's no signage. That's why we never fucking went. But uh, cool people. They were, you know, the bartender. He was really, he was really friendly. Um, had amazing cocktails. They came in these cute little glass bottles, which I kept a few of them. Um, I don't know what to do with them, but yeah. Um, the whiskeys were really good. So good, you know. Yeah, it's the uh, cologne bottle. You know, it's a square. You know, stumpy cologne bottle that most whiskeys come in. Um, the cocktails come in a, in a much smaller version of the exact same bottle. These will make good bases. The two seventy five. I think Shalana found use right away because our baker's cork. Mm-hmm. We got the older bakers. Yeah, the cork uh, broke off in the bakers. So, <laughs> so I used the cork from one of the small bottles. They, they sell you the pre made bourbons or pre made cocktails in those little glass containers, and yeah, you you go four rounds. Yeah. Now you got eight bottles. You're like, what the hell do I do with these bottles? Um, oh, but anyway, check out this list of uh, at the Oscars that few shows up at on. the Oscars, the Oscars of of spirits. Break it down. For That's me. what they're calling it, man. Uh, few straight bourbon. All right. 
That's the first entry on the list. That is a gold this year. Ooh. Um, the few straight rye whiskey, another gold. There's a few American whiskey. I wonder what the details are on that. Um, 93 proof. That there is a bronze. Um, the few cold cut whiskey. Now, the cold cut whiskey is bourbon whiskey infused with cold brew coffee. Um, that sounds interesting. We did try that when we were there, though. And that's not really my jam. All right. Not into that kind of shit. Just give me the whiskey. Just um, give me the whiskey. You know, that could be our motto. Just give me the whiskey. Yeah. We were, we were, you know, <laughs> we noticed everyone had a motto on their channel and we're like, well, what's ours? And we started saying some shit and none of it stuck, but, uh, just give me the whiskey. <laughs> that's on the, that's definitely on the, on the final list. And, uh, last but not least, the few immortal rye whiskey that we're drinking tonight, uh, celebrating, uh, E-Town's fucking award-winning distillery. This is fantastic, man. That took a silver this year. Is E-Town really a thing? You know? That's what they call it. I mean, you know, sketchbook. They're going to sound cool. It's E-Town, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sketchbook. They refer to it as that. Um, who, uh, Smiley Brothers probably does. So it is probably uh, Temperance, you know, Heckies. People who want to sound cool because they don't, because they're not actually in the city of Chicago. No, they just, it's E Town. They're not trying to be the city. It's E Town. E Town in the house, man. Um, listen, this particular, I'm glad we're taking this solo because when we went there, this thing kind of caught us off guard at how good it was. It was, it did. And oftentimes, I, I, I think I told Shalana just today, I'm like, I don't know if it's because I've been drinking. That is really good, or is it is is it really good? I think I had that experience with the old scout, the uh, smooth ambler old scout cast strength rye. Right, I had that experience. I'm like, can you get another one of those? Because I feel like I should have more than one of those. Um, no, this is actually genuinely good. I don't think it's because we've been drinking. I mean, I mean, let's face it, we are professional drinkers, but we're professional enough to be able to distinct what's good and what's not, regardless as to how much and what we drink. But this is genuinely good. 93 proof. They proofed this down with a Chinese tea called uh, Eight Immortals Tea. So that's an oolong tea. Oolong. Oolong. So it's, um, you know, it's the tea that doesn't look like those traditional tea leaves. So it's going to impart, you know, these kind of sweet and herbal flavors. Uh, what else do we know about oolong? I want to say Jungle Boogie from Mars, I think, uses an mm. oolong tea. But I was getting ready to say Goose, but no, that's Earl Grey. I was getting confused. Oh, with Kentucky Fog? Yeah. Uh, uh, a type of drink that no one actually makes that they just made up. Right. Yeah. So the eight immortals tea. Let's, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, eight immortals is an oolong tea. Uh, black fruit punch is how it's described. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a very bizarre shape. If you look at that's how the tea looks right there. It, it kind of just looks like tentacles. It almost looks like uh like little baby dreadlocks or something, right? Kinda, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? it looks like just little. It looks like long. I don't know. They have that don't look like your classic tea. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's made well. It's won many awards mm-hmm. throughout China and the U.S. They consider it a high end oolong. Um, it's unique to the region. On the uh, southeast corner of the Guangdong province in China, 
It has a complex floral, sweet, woodsy notes, smooth mouthfeel, and a per- persistent, enhanced, enchanting aftertaste. Wait a minute. Okay, now we're talking about the tea. No, I, was just reading the descri- I was just reading a descriptor. I know. I was going to say, oh, you said that word. Like, um, I tell you, man, this is, you know, we like the sweet rise. You know, I think that's what, that's the, the attraction to Old Scout. That was the attraction for me. That's the attraction to Handy, which I think is one of my favorite pours uh, that we've had since the channel started. Um, sweet up front. Um, this is sweet in a way, now that I've said fruit punch, it, now I can't get that out of my head, that word association. But Fruit punch? Where do you get fruit punch from? That's what it said on one of the descriptors there. This is more like a cocktail in a bottle. I mean, it's sneaky good. For one, it's sneaky good. Um, that sweetness really comes through. I mean, when you opened up the bottle and I was sitting on the other side of the room, I was like, man, you can really smell the sweetness on this as soon as you poured it. Um, it's um, it's kind of like when you were, you uh, you put you pulled out that really dark honey for biscuits the other day. It was like a clover honey. Right. Oh, the lavender honey. Lavender honey. It wasn't a regular honey. It was way darker. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of something like that. Where it's, you know, because I, I, I want to say sweet and I said fruit punch because fruit punch would be a type of sweetness, right? Instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, leaving it as sweetness. It's funny right? now that you said honey, it's like I'm getting that vibe. Word association is killer. But I think that lavender dark honey, you know, that Shalanda had on the biscuits the other day, it's got, it's like that, like a deep kind of, I use the word earthy a lot, but it's deep, deep earthy flavors, honey, candied. Um, what else? We talked about dark fruit punch. Um, mm-hmm. how, what else can we use to describe it? Oh, and then the rise shows up just at the end, just when you think, just when you're starting to wonder if it is a, a fucking rye. Yeah, Here comes a, a rye to close things out. It has a very long finish. That that is, is the spiciness is just tingling on the back of my tongue, and it's just going like I'm waiting to see how long it it actually takes for it to really linger off. But this one has a really long, nice. Spicy finish. It's pleasant. I mean, you know, when we look on the back of the bottle, you know, they talk about um, cold extracting the eight immortal Zulong tea for an unusual delicacy and complexity. You know, the rye spice folds into the uh, tea. They talk about peach, honey, and exotic dragon fruit. See, they're probably talking about dark fruit punch. Then they're talking about uh, otherworldly. Um, I really like this. I do as well. I like this a lot. Um, we were in a hurry to get it, but we had fucked off, you know, over a hundred bucks in cocktails. And they're like, don't worry about it. This is one of our year round offerings. Mm-hmm. So that made me like them even more that they're just doing this cool shit. And I think about, we talked about this last time with few, Yeah, like they're taking full advantage of the fact that they're a small operation. Mm-hmm. And um, this isn't, I don't know how scalable something like this is, but I don't care because it's a mile away and it's great. And it's the definition of, of craft, you know? Yeah. Thinking outside the box and doing some cool locals, little bitty runs of shit. So cheers to them. Cheers to them. I thought this was this. This is really, this is my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the format of the show, I think is going to be a little bit different this week. You know, we usually take two whiskeys and go side by side, but today I think we want to recap some of the on-premise experiences that we've had over the mm-hmm. past few weeks. Um, one was in uh, I, I wanted, one was in Logan Square. Uh, we took five cash strength uh, Willet pours oh, for a spin, and then the other was in Edgewater, mm-hmm. where we tried a few uh, heavyweights. I was going to say on draft, but it's really on premise. <laughs> it was not on draft. Um, 
in Edgewater, we tried what 2019 Old Forester Old uh, birthday, birthday bourbon, bourbon. and uh, William and Brew Weller. Yes, um, which are two extremely hard to get products, especially that 2019 um, Old Forester birthday bourbon. If you don't catch it when it first comes out, it's like trying to find the golden ticket. It's over with. It was a pain in the ass. Um, I think we traded uh, a Weller 12 and a lot B just to get the 2020 version? just to get 2020 yeah and i at the time i didn't understand that they were different every year so i only i really only wanted it because goose age their beer in it mm-hmm. i come to find out it's different every year mm-hmm. but even still even though i, I kind of lost that trade it's really difficult to get so unless i had straight cash i, I kind of had to make a play like that to even acquire birthday bourbon mm-hmm. unless you're Shalanda who drinks it at her mom's and don't even fucking take pictures of it first of all let me tell bullshit, you but. whatever <laughs> I did not expect for my mama to have it on her bar it was a friend of hers who had left it there and I called to ask permission to see if I can get some I mean it is what it is how did you enjoy the 2019 the 2019 was really good it had for me uh, I was telling you when we were there um a lot of ap- apricot vibes. It wasn't like a, the sweetness wasn't overwhelming. Um, Just a little bit of spice. I expected more spice out of that one, but it was very fruit forward. Um, I was digging it. Yeah. Soft orchard fruits. I did notice that when I tried a little bit. Thank you for letting me try some of that. Yes, one. You're, yeah. right. you're welcome. Um, I had the William LaRue Weller. I don't know what year, but. Um, and I'm starting to question if it even was William LaRue Weller because these guys don't give you the bottle. They gave you some stag. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I, it, it smelled a lot like uh, Big Stag, George T. Stag. And I'm trying to pull up the uh, all the different pictures we took from from Go Tavern. But yeah, this had that classic. Uh, well, I, actually, I've only had Stag, Handy, and now LaRue. And um Stag and LaRue have very similar aromatics and mm. then uh, very similar complexities. And then they Complex. both have the super long finish. Yeah. Um, to the point where I actually thought it might have been, I'm like, is, it, is there rye in this? Like, why does this pour so big? It's 127 proof, but why does it pour? Mm-hmm. Why does it pour almost spicy? And that's when I got, and honestly, that's when I realized, and I tell you something, man, I realized that. You know, just because someone's got the shit on 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 pour doesn't mean I want to drink it there. So we were at uh, Little Bad Wolf, and there's nothing wrong with this place, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a little, for lack of a better term, it's a little River North clubby for me. You know, they got the fucking, um, you know, I feel like I'm at, you know, I feel like I'm at a dance festival. You know, it's kind of got the same kind of seating arrangement as some of those nightclubs in River North have, and then you know. They don't exactly show you the bottle when they're pouring it for you. Um, it just had a bunch of elements that it wasn't really my jam. So that and then how elusive William LaRue Weller is, I was just like, you know, this is fine, but I'm just really not as into it as I want to be. And I'm, I'm going to put some of that on the on the on where I had it, you know, and the fact that the ship might have been George T. Stack, <laughs> you know, so, I'm, you know, that's it was fine. Was it, you know, was I super... Was it really? Because you should see her face right now. Was I super Was I super excited to have it? I mean, I don't know. Um, it was fine. Yeah. 
So I want to take that for another spin. Um, that's not the final verdict. I'm just sharing what happened to me when I tried it. See what happened was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think we're we're both a little more comfortable just kind of drinking at places. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we drank at Go Tavern, we started indoors, but then we immediately head out outside because it was day drinking. So we, oh, went, yeah. we went outside and we had these five uh, cash drinks with it offerings. Mm-hmm. We're going to name them, but not that that it doesn't. These names don't matter to us. So maybe they'll resonate with some of you guys at home. These are single barrel cash drink Willets. Uh, S Sloop. S Sloop. Sloop Gene C is one. That's uh, Swift Seasons Roll. Melon Camping. Diverged in Wood. And Time Gentlemen, Please. So the way I understand it is that these were... Uh, these were distributor picks, mm-hmm. you know, and they were all five, six years old and they were all like 124 to 129 proof. And they all had bottle runs of like, you know, 175, you know, anywhere from 190 to 175 each. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy Willie. Um, we have, well, I just have a bottle of, uh, I think the four year in there. Yeah. But four it, year, right. Yeah. yeah. It's, I enjoy Willie. They have, they make pretty good, uh, Whiskeys, so I'm always down to try what they're doing. Some of the prices, <laughs> some of the products are, are a little up there. Like I wouldn't go and pay three and four hundred dollars for a five year product. I'm not doing that one. They always talk about how when you talk about Willet, how they've got like a really inconsistent barrel program as far as um, and they're starting to make their own products, right? But then some of their older offerings are are the source could be from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they they offer you carte blanche to come to their barrel select program and buy anything you want. The only caveat is you have to buy the whole barrel. Mm-hmm. So that's so this uh, melon camping, which I really like, um, could the source could be a completely different source from um, Sloop Gene C, for example, yeah. right? Right. So that that's it's interesting. But then it's also, I mean, that's part of the fun. That's why people like Willet because that's that's a layer of you know mystery that other distilleries just don't have. Mm-hmm. And I don't think other distilleries are forcing you to buy the whole barrel, are they? I have never heard of that except for with Willet. Yeah. So um, that was an interesting experience. But next year I want a barrel for my birthday. <laughs> I think you usually have to. If I got this right, you got to partner with a local. Because Bobby G did this shit. He partnered, but he partnered with, uh, well, he's buddies with the guy at Moreno's. Uh-huh. So you have to, you bottle it and you get to pick your own label. And um, I think it set them back like 10 grand or something. Uh-huh. And then you pick your own label. They dip it in wax for you. And then they ship all the bottles to the store that you've partnered with to get it shipped. But I mean, it's very doable. I mean, that's just as popular now as, um, as anything is these, uh, these barrel picks. There's a crew up in Rochester, New York called the Rochester Barrel Pickers or something. Mm-hmm. They have really cool picks from like f- Four Roses. One of them was a, it was a 24th all-time pick. So they had like a Kobe inspired one, mm-hmm. a Mike Tyson inspired one. The Kobe one had like this really cool orange um, wax. And like it came with this net over it and this hologram image of Kobe on the back. And, but all of these, all of these crews are doing that. You go down there and pick these cool labels and pick, pick the sweet spot in the warehouse and uh, you find something 
like a version of a of a whiskey that's already on the shelves, but just a little bit different. You know, a little bit a little bit more amped up in the spice, a little bit more, a little bit more of that nuttiness or whatever that is. Just a little bit different from the ones that the the, the distillery is going to uh, release. So, well, shit the the Benny's uh, the Benny's pick for Knob Creek. Regular Knob Creek is 100 proof, nine years old. Shit, the Benny's pick is 10 years old, 120 proof. Mm. And that, for me, that's far and away better than the Knob Creek nine years. So there's a ton of that going on. But yeah, I think we wanted to switch up the, the format of the show this week. Talk about a couple places we hit and then talk about these awards. You know, maybe we'll post on our socials what we think about. The full list of like 18th Street and uh, and Three Floyds. We'll post that on our socials, I think. And then now at this point, we have to do a local show. We have to do a local show with those winners. Uh, yeah. At first, I was talking big shit about, you know, Yankee whiskey and oh, it's two years old. Oh, you aged it for 16 months and you want like $170 for it. And it's mm-hmm. like, and what do I know? Because these are award winning whiskeys, the unaged whiskey, you know. These things are winning awards. Are so, you a snob? I don't know if I'm a snob. Okay, I just want to know. Um, when's the last time you bought a Three Floyds whiskey? Why are you over there asking me if I'm a snob? I have no problem with buying one. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking. No. Not having a problem with buying one and then buying one. That's what I got you for. It's not the same Oops. thing. That's why I have you for. Those are not the same thing. Um, shout out to uh, High West. Oh, yeah. We had what I believe is an 80 proof double ride. But the website said 92. It does. The way they wrote this on the bottle, though, it looks like an eight. So it's somewhere between 80 and 92 proof. It's finished in nine months in Aquavit barrels. And uh, I tell you, man, it's fucking killer. I, I think some of the best things we've gotten recently have been rise. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really enjoyed that. The high, high West. Double rye. So it's a blend of two two ryes aged at least two years. Mm-hmm. One of them is one they distilled, and the other one is sourced, probably MGP. And then they finish it for um, nine months in Aquavit barrels. So I tell you, if you like the flavors in uh, Midwinter Night Strand, I would say it's it reminiscent of that. Well, maybe, you know, I feel like that needs to be a show when we compare the two. Yeah. Um, but it's smaller. Those right. those flavors are smaller. I think those flavors where the ones in Midwinter Nice Dram kind of lean more towards like, you know, Christmas, you know, like uh, clove or like, you know, Christmas. Uh, what do you call those? Like, um, like Christmas flavors, like baking spices. Like mm-hmm. things you associate with like Christmas cookies and shit like that, mm-hmm. where Midwinter Night's Dram kind of leans in that direction. I think this other one kind of leans in the direction of like evergreen or eucalyptus or really kind of like gin flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both really good. I think they got, I think they figured that shit out with these rice, blending them and then finishing them. Yeah. So, um, so we talked about news. We talked about, uh, you know, there's some weird lights going on across the street that are distracting Shalanda. Uh, we talked about news. We talked about the uh, San Francisco Spirits competition. Uh, we talked about the whiskeys we tried on premise. We've talked about whiskeys we purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What else do we have, Shalanda? I think that's about it. Okay. That's a wrap. Okay. So thank you guys for tuning in. Nick, where can I find you individually? Hey, man, I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And you can catch me at Afrobeatrick individually on all the social medias and collectively at the Nipur. And please check out the website on Mondays or where you your favorite podcasting platform shows are usually updated on uh, Monday mornings. What's our tagline? We're on the way out. I don't know. It's, you know what? Today's going to have to be give me the whiskey. Just oh, yeah. give me the whiskey. All right. Until next time, just give me the whiskey. We're going to work on it. Yeah, yeah. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs>